0: Hello and welcome to Account Instruction Help and How-To. In this lecture we're going to talk about the audit reports. So we've actually completed the audit at the end of the audit. We're going to make the audit reports expressing the opinion. These reports will of course be standardized. We'll take a look at those. We will be able to describe components of the standard unqualified report. Explain when added explanatory language is needed. We want to discuss when to depart from the standard unqualified report. And describe materiality on the auditor's decisions of the type of audit report. And then we're going to explain auditor's responsibility for reporting on specific accounts or items. So we're going to start off of course with the standard unqualified audit report. Now that name might sound a little bit strange. We have an audit report. Remember what we're trying to do here. We're trying to take the financial statements from the company. And give an opinion as to whether they are in conformity with GAAP generally accepted accounting principles. So you'd think the best audit report would say something like yes these are in conformity and have kind of a positive sounding word related to that but no the best report that we have is called an unqualified report so why is the report saying that the financial statements are correct called unqualified report it's basically saying that we don't have any qualifications so there's nothing that we're going to say in here that says the the financial statements are correctly reported in accordance with GAAP, except for this qualification there are, we don't, we don't have any qualifications. Therefore, it's an unqualified report. So you just gotta kind of grasp that. Remember that the best report that we're gonna start off with, the base report that we'll actually read through, is gonna be the unqualified report. And then if there's any problems, or any qualifications. We will talk about how to deal with those. The report that we will report will be based on the evidence that we have gathered, the evidence that we have gathered if it's a publicly traded company in accordance with the public company, the public company accounting oversight board, the PCAOB, and that the financial statements, of course, are in conformity with GAAP generally accepted accounting principles. So we're actually going to read through the standard unqualified report and it's going to be a bit tedious. I don't like to read through the whole thing but it's going to be the standard report that everything else is based on. So it really is worth the time to go through read through the actual report look at the components of that report. That's what all reports will be based on and then look at the alterations that would then happen uh, if there's some kind of changes that we need to make going forward. So the components of the report. We're going to usually have the title of the report. We're going to address it. It's going to be addressed to someone. Oftentimes the stockholders are who we're going to address it to. And then we're going to have the introductory paragraph, a scope paragraph, an opinion paragraph, an explanatory paragraph, and then we'll have the name and the date of the report will be the conclusion of the report. It's going to be in a similar format that we format many different types of, of reports. We're going to have an introductory saying what we are talking about. What we're going to talk about and what we had uh, done here. Then we're going to have the scope paragraph explaining in more detail about that the scope of what we are doing. And then the opinion is kind of like the conclusion of this. We're going to give the opinion on what we have done based on how we have done it. And then the explanatory paragraph is kind of another paragraph that's tagged on there. Because that's going to deal with the internal controls. We're also going to say, hey, we also looked at the internal controls through this process and give some reporting in terms of the internal controls of what we have found in that area as well. So the introductory paragraph, we're going to start off with the introduction. Uh, Here it is. And, And like I said, the wording will be fairly standardized in the unqualified report. We're going to be looking at an unqualified report for basically a publicly traded company. A non-publicly traded company will have a slightly different report, but the gist of it will be much the same. So We have audited the consolidated balance sheet of the company as of the year-end date, let's say it's 1231, and then the year, and the related consolidated statement of operations, stockholders' equity, cash flows for each of the year or periods ended for whatever year or period were ended, 1231, and the year. So it's saying what we have actually done. We're actually explaining that this is what we have done in the introduction. These financial statements are the responsibility of the company's management. Our responsibility is to express an opinion on these financial statements based on our audits. So we're saying what the responsibilities are and and making it clear that our responsibility is to have an opinion, not to actually create the financial statements. The financial statements creation are the um, responsibility of management. Then we're going to move on to the scope giving some more context and what this involves. What does our opinion involve? How does that process work? So here's the scope paragraph. We conducted our audits in accordance with the standards of public company accounting oversight board. Those standards require that we plan and perform the audit to obtain reasonable assurance about whether the financial statements are free of material misstatements. An audit includes examining uh, on a test basis evidence supporting the amounts and disclosures in the financial statements and audit also includes assessing the accounting principles used and significant estimates made by management as well as evaluating the overall financial statement presentation we believe that our audit provides a reasonable basis for our opinion so what does an audit to include how do we do the audit we give some more information on the scope what the audit process entails And then we're going to give our opinion, kind of like the conclusion. We said, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to give an opinion. Here's how we did it. And here's going to be the conclusion, the opinion. So the opinion paragraph. Then we'll read something like, in our opinion, the consolidated financial statements referred to above present fairly in all material respects, in all material respects, the financial position of the company as of, let's say, uh, 1231 and then the year and the results of its operations, it's cash flows for that what that period year ended so we're saying the period which of course is the um uh, the balance sheet as of a period of time and then we have uh, the time frame which of course is the income statement and then it's in conformity with us generally accepted accounting principles so that that's we're given the opinion if it's unqualified we give the opinion note the terminology there that we are saying that it's free um, is. Presented fairly in all material respects. So we are putting that hedge in there in all material respects. That idea of materiality of course being a big concept. Then we have this explanatory paragraph. Which is another paragraph which relates to the internal controls. Because remember publicly traded companies. We have to audit internal controls. And we're giving uh, the opinion on the internal controls. So we have also audited in accordance with the standards. Of the public company accounting oversight board. Uh, The effectiveness of the company's internal controls over financial reporting as of the year-end December of the year based on criteria established in internal control integrated framework issued by the Committee of Sponsoring Organizations of the Tweedway Commission and our reported date February and whatever the date is express an unqualified opinion about the company's uh, maintained in all material respects effective internal controls. So we're giving an unqualified opinion in this case on the internal controls as well. Meaning there's no qualifications that we're going to uh, cite here in terms of the internal controls. So basically they look good in relation to the audit that we have. Then we've got our name. Then we've got the date. That's going to be the standard report. Again terminology being for the publicly traded company. In this uh, example if we have a non-publicly traded company terminology is slightly different. But much the same in terms of the content of the report. There could be conditions when we have adjustments to the unqualified report. Meaning we have the unqualified report. But we might add some explanatory language like an explanatory paragraph. For example if we believe that the company would not be a going concern. That is the terminology for the idea that the company is going to maintain itself throughout time. And that's going to be the usual assertion we have. When we think about a company we think that they're in business to stay in business. And if they, we believe that there's an impairment to that. Either through the choice of the company or through some external conditions, which means that they will not be a going concern. That is something that we should note in an explanatory paragraph. We may also have a condition where we were not able to audit a particular part of the company, or that part of the company was audited by another firm. For example, if a part of the company was on the other side of the country, and it was audited by another accounting firm, or if we had a subsidiary of the company in some way that was significant to the audit process, and it was audited by another uh, company then we would have to note that and let it be known that this part of the audit is not our responsibility. It's, it has been audited but it's been audited by another firm. We can also have a problem with a lack of consistency. So if there's so, some conditions that could cause a lack of consistency such as a change in accounting principle, a change in a reporting entity, or something like a correction of a misstatement. Those are things that could cause some consistency problems from comparisons of one period to the next period. We then have conditions or circumstances that may require us to abandon the entire unqualified opinion altogether. Meaning we couldn't give the best opinion of the unqualified opinion. And we'd have to give some other opinion, perhaps a qualified opinion. So a qualified opinion would would basically say, hey, there's a qualification here. It's not unqualified. We have a problem that we need to qualify. And these are going to be things we could have scope limitations. We could have a departure from gap. And of course that's what we're auditing we're trying to see if the financial statements are in accordance with GAAP so if there's a departure that could be a problem if there's a lack of independence then that would require us to, uh, to not give the opinion as an unqualified opinion of course as well the types of reports that we could give if we're if we're not going with the standard unqualified opinion if there are a significant problem they obviously we could say well there's a qualification it's okay except for this qualification now if there's severe differences we could have a disclaimer meaning uh, that basically means we couldn't complete the report that usually is a result from a scope limitation we couldn't uh, get to the information we needed to in order to do the proper testing either through uh, you know management the company not letting us do that or through some other circumstance which means that we just couldn't uh, get to the information we needed to and therefore we're not basically having a disclaimer we're not going to give the opinion or an adverse opinion now adverse opinion of course means that we're given an opinion as to whether the financial statements are materially correct recorded in accordance with generally accepted accounting principles if they are not (laughs) then we'd have to give the adverse opinion so if we think through this type of hierarchy if we have the unqualified opinion that's when we don't really have a problem if we've got some kind of issues within the unqualified opinion then we'd have an unqualified opinion with wording or explanatory paragraph and those are the things like let's say there was another auditor involved or let's say there was that going concern problem, a lack of consistency issue, additional emphasis. If we think those are something that we need to put into the report but are not uh, material uh, to, the, to the point of issuing a qualified opinion, then we can have the unqualified opinion and the unqualified opinion with the explanatory paragraph. If there then is a scope limitation or a gap limitation, and that becomes material, if we have a material scope limitation and gap limitation, then uh, the scope limitation if it's client imposed or whether it's some outside condition and that means that we couldn't get to some information that we felt we needed to to audit that could be materially significant then of course we need to give we could give a qualified opinion and saying this, there's a scope limitation we can say hey it's a qualif- it's a in accordance with generally accepted accounting principles except for this qualification this scope limitation which is material and if it's very material then we couldn't do the work we needed to do in order to give an opinion at all in that condition. We'd have to get, say it's a disclaimer. We're going to say we couldn't do it. We couldn't get to it. Therefore, we'll disclaim the, the opinion. We can't really give an opinion. If we're going to a gap problem, remember that the gap we're saying, gap is what we're trying to give an opinion on. We're trying to say hey, the financial statement's in accordance with gap. If there's, a, if there's a material piece of the financial statements that are not in accordance with gap, then we could give an a, qual- a qualified opinion saying uh, the financial statements are in accordance with GAAP basically except for with this qualification of this piece and, and give that uh, piece. Or if there's a significant departure and it's very material, then of course we'd have to say, well, we are auditing this in order to give an opinion as to whether the financial statements are in accordance with GAAP. They are not. Then we'd give that adverse opinion.